This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up? What's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man child Johnny Carlin. Wubba lubba dub dub. And Johnny, you're back to doing the original wubba lubba dub yes. dub. Says uh, last week was E3 week, and I know Johnny, you're not asking the question, but for me, you guys are going, Ricky. Didn't you wear that shirt last week? Didn't you wear the same exact shirt last week? Well, yes, I did. But the whole reason is we're actually recording this in the past before you guys are seeing this, usually record it the Sunday before the week. However, I'm in California next week. I'm in California for the 25th, where we would usually record. Yes. So you guys seeing this on the 26th, I'm actually coming home from California today. So as you guys are Sunny watching Kelly. as you guys are watching this, I will be on my way home from California back here to Chicago. But we got a jam-packed show for you guys. We're going to be talking about Tom Holland can't keep his mouth shut. He nope. loves to <laughs> no, just, he, he, he doesn't understand yet that Marvel doesn't like when you give away their secrets. Marvel likes to leak secrets when they want to leak secrets. It's kind of like I compare it to um, one of the sportscasters I watch and Colin Cowherd. Okay. He has the saying where he goes, with some like when news comes out, when you hear it, it's because people want you to hear it. Mm-hmm. So if you hear something about LeBron James, it's because he wants you to hear that. Exactly. That's how Marvel is. If, they, if something's going to come out, they, it's, it's because, because they, they want wanted you to, to hear, hear it. about it. If you don't hear about it, they don't want you to hear about it. So we're going to talk about the comments that he made about the Spider-Man trilogy. And then we're going to look into X-Men. We're getting a villain for the Dark Phoenix saga movie. And then Game of Thrones, do we have... Jon Snow's real name. Did Empire Magazine accidentally give us Jon Snow's real name? We're going to look into that. The I-Team investigates the R&J I-Team on the case to end the podcast when it comes to Game of Thrones. But, Johnny, let's start off with Spider-Man Tom Holland. In an interview with Cine. he said, and I quote, yeah, there was what we call an arc of the character. There is still a lot of room for Peter Parker and Spider-Man especially to grow in the next two movies. He's definitely not finished um, article by the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, and I really look forward to exploring the different ways he can go and go through puberty, I guess. It's going to be an exciting couple of movies. Then he was asked to clarify what he meant, and his reply was, there will be a Spider-Man 2 and 3. Yeah, well, now you know. Sorry, Marvel. Whoops. So I guess we're getting, like, we knew. We were getting number we two. We knew we were getting two. But we're getting a three. Like, here's the thing. Did Sony and Marvel in the deal say you get Spider-Man, you get three Spider-Man movies and an Avenger movie? Or is it... The deal was you get two Spider-Man movies and an Avenger movie. They're currently working on a new deal for that third one. Unless the deal was already That's and Marvel didn't actually let it out yet. That's what I'm saying. We know Marvel. They only let you hear what you want to hear. Exactly. Was this something where they had already agreed on a trilogy? Because last week we talked about Black Panther and Kevin Feige said, yeah, we got movies planned all the way to 2024. Exactly. So for me... What um, we're going to ask the question, we're going to answer it. I'll post it to you. What storylines could we see? I know we haven't seen Homecoming yet. However, we kind of have a base of what the story is going to be 
Peter Parker learning to be Spider-Man. The um, Vulture hates Tony Stark. Peter Parker's getting in the way. Him growing as learning how to be Spider-Man and what it takes to be a hero. That's mainly going to be the kind of just general umbrella for the movie. Of course, there's going to be things inside the movie that shift things. Yeah. But before we see Homecoming or Spider-Man Homecoming, where do you think they're going to go or where can they go? What villains can we see for Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3? Because we know we're getting three. Well, I'm going to put it, start with this. We got Homecoming 2, Homecoming 3 coming out. And here's one thing that's kind of an underlying part of it, mm-hmm. at least from what you and I have seen from the preview so far. Yeah. He's on, and it kind of goes along with the Civil War storyline mm-hmm. that he first we first got him in. He's on Tony Stark's side. Now it seems like that might be breaking a little bit because Tony's taking that suit away, kind of like, and he notices, like, no, he's kind of just a kid. Mm-hmm. He might start switching to that cap side like over he these did movies. In the comics. In the comics. Yeah, exactly. In the comics, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh wait, there's another reference. No, there's not. <laughs> no, in the in the comics though, it wasn't. He was on a team. It was just him and Stark were close. Yeah, he creates the Iron Spider suit, and eventually Peter Parker goes, "No, I don't like this. This isn't right." Yeah, this isn't right, and then goes over to Cap's side. Exactly. I mean, obviously, we're gonna have the different play in mm-hmm. it because Civil War was very different. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's gonna maybe have an un- at least an underlying version of that storyline where he flips yeah and goes oh no this stuff's actually not right i'm gonna kind of start siding with cap Mm -hmm. and realize he might be right about a lot of this stuff Mm -hmm. you can't work within the government and be a superhero yeah there's a fine line you gotta ride and sometimes you gotta be on the left sometimes you gotta be on the right exactly of that line to me i look at it and go if we're going down that route Mm -hmm. you know what i totally want to see like we saw in the comics where Spider-Man's in the courtroom. Whoa, whoa. Hey, guys. I'm, re- I'm registering. Yeah. And he shows the world that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Exactly. I mean, I don't think they would do that. I think they would just kind of have him sway over to the other side if they were going to do it. I agree but with that part. For the individual movies, what are we going to see? Individual the, movies. The Spider-Man 2 that we already know we're getting in 2019 and then now, I guess we're getting Spider-Man three. Like, where would you go for solo movies you know, when it came to story? It's really hard to say what they're going to do because this is like because they're getting rid of phases. They're getting rid of phases. Not just that. This is kind of like an offshoot in a mm-hmm. sense because we like this storyline. I've not read it anywhere where we got um, Iron Man, or it's based on Peter Parker, but we mm-hmm. got the Iron Man team up with. Um, what's his name? Vulture hating Iron Man yep. instead of being a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. So well, there's so many ways to play into he's this He's a now. Spider-Man villain, but they're tying it into the MCU with exactly, him with being... him be, hate, hating um, yeah. I, uh, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, how are you going to tie these villains in? I would love to see Mysterio. Is I'm gonna throw that, that first one out. That's to you. one where I don't remember. Like that's one that it's from the um, animated series we yes. grew up with. Was always one of my favorites. Yes. I mean, it, he's great for PG, PG-13 mm-hmm. because you don't need to get super violent with him. Yeah. Like we were talking about before the podcast, we brought about mm-hmm. brought up, well, Venom, but would you really want to see him go from rated R that Sony's going to do yeah. and dum- numbed it down, I'm going to say numbed it down mm-hmm. to PG-13 or maybe even pg even like a Carnage. I feel like Venom and Carnage are out. Keep them with Sony. Don't even... 
mix them up into the MCU, but I kind I kind of have a weird feeling that what they would do yeah. is well cuz it's also interesting in this movie that we have coming up we don't have a Mary Jane. Nope. We don't have a Gwen Stacy. Is this going to be a Spider-Man where they're kind of going more towards, without calling him this, mm-hmm. they're going over to an ultimate Spider-Man type of Spider-Man. Could very much be. Because think about it. The school that we see in the background in the trailer yeah. is the same school that we see in Ultimate Spider-Man. The only thing that's missing is Principal Coulson is not there. Yeah. Because like he was in the animated series, Coulson, not was, Coulson was always around. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be awesome. Tie him back in. They're at the school, and it's just like, Principal Colston. It's like, whoa, I thought you were dead, kind of a thing. But I just, I have a weird feeling that maybe they're going to go more towards that side. Not the team. Not like you get Nova, you get Iron Fist, you get um, White Tiger. But more towards that Spider-Man, which means two villains that I kind of feel like they're not going to incorporate okay. are Green Goblin and Doc Ock. Probably in that we've used them quite a few times already. Mm-hmm. We may just step back from those I right mean, now. Green Goblin is the, like, he's, oh, he's the, the one, number though. one. He's the one you got to go with. Yeah. If you're me, like... Or Hob. How can, how can you have a Spider-Man without the Green Goblin? The Green Goblin or the Hobgoblin? One Maybe. of the two. I would go Green Goblin more oh, than yeah. Hobgoblin. That's what I would do. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, either way, going with one of those, you, it's like kind of iconic to have him versus Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. as we see in this first movie, we're not going to get that. But it could be eventually a development in the next one or two movies, which would help develop the Spider-Man character himself, too. Mm-hmm. And not just that, um, we see in the movie kind of like uh, the puppy love interest of that where we got um, Peter Parker pining over the... The popular yeah. but super smart girl in school. It's kind of like your Mary Jane kind exactly. of character. But then, well, actually, I would consider it more like a Gwen Stacy. But then Either you have or. her Mary Jane, the Mary Jane-ish type, which, was, if you've seen the previews, sitting mm-hmm. at the table with them and calls them creeps. Yeah. So the other thing was, you mentioned White Tiger. I'm like, well, maybe one of the maybe, two of them could maybe be that. The, White the Tiger. The one you're talking about, the second one, was where she goes, hey, Peter, where are you going? Nah, I don't care. Just. And then that she goes back to what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and those two characters, I believe, are Michelle is one of them. And yeah. the other one is, um, I'm trying to see, I can't see the other one. The other I one I can see is um, Michelle, which is Zendaya. Who's yeah. Playing that character. Um, so one of them is called Michelle. The other one, you kind of got like that popular girl, the one that he sees walking by. It's like, Peter. Peter, what are you doing? Peter, huh? Oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. And the other one kind of being like the chill, just one of the guys. There's one villain that I would love for them to adapt to a movie. Okay. And me and you talked about it while we were coming to the podcast today. Yeah. Scorpion. Yeah, we have. I would love for them to. Haven't seen a cor- single Scorpion yet. I would, in lo- I would love for them. There's actually two that I would love to see. One okay. is Scorpion. The other is Craven. Yes. Like a Craven, like, but I don't know how you would fit Craven into a Spider Man movie because the thing that I wonder, and here's what I wonder if because they're moving away from phases, mm-hmm. if after Infinity War, Spider Man's off on his own, 
and we don't have to worry about tying him into anything anymore. That's true. We don't have to worry about this constant because the whole thing that Marvel has hyped—not hyped on, but harped on—is storylines. Yeah, from how everything connects. Well, not just that. It's the line that I picked out from one of their um, interview-type featurettes is that they were saying, we don't want to just throw a character out there because the character's there. Yeah. We want the story of the movie to be the strongest. The story drives the character. What if they just go after Infinity War, this overarching story thing, Mm -hmm. ends, nice bow on it, and then they start where it's like, you know what? Instead of telling a huge over overarching story, we're going to tell really good individual stories. And sometimes the heroes might intermix. Yeah, exactly. To where it's like instead of having an entire story where everyone's involved, everyone just goes off on their own. And sometimes they're going to intermix here, intermix there. In that case... Maybe we do get a Craven. Maybe we do get a Mysterio because it's like, well, we don't have to worry about bringing Iron Man into this movie. We could just have it be Peter Parker. Exactly. We could just have it be Spider Man because after Homecoming, he's going to learn how to become Spider Man. After Infinity Wars, he's just going to build on that development of being Spider Man, especially with the Avengers, so that when we get to Spider Man 2, we're probably going to be with the Spider Man that's like, Guys, I got this. He's seasoned. I am Peter Parker. I am a seasoned Peter Parker guy. That's what I think we'll see. Now, I can actually, I don't know Mysterio's, um, what mm-hmm. his motivation would be, but I can give you some motivation to have a Craven in there. Okay, get, get, give me the pitch. Give okay, me the well, elevator pitch, Johnny. <laughs> elevator pitch. Okay, here we go. Well, you know how Craven is the best hunter in the world. Yes. He goes after everything. Well, what's better game for you after you've topped the topped the charts in your hunting career than someone catch that can catch the spider? Catch the spider, but so a human, something that can think as a human mm-hmm. that can climb on walls, swing around everywhere, and you hear this from stories, from papers, from TV, and like, I've never hunted something like that before. I need to catch it. I need to catch it. What's better motivation than that when it comes to Craven? I could see it exactly. Easy. It's easy. It's also an easy sell. Mm-hmm. So well, I mean, Craven's been the one that's always like me. I've always liked Craven as a villain. Yeah, I've always liked what he brings to because he's very different. He is. He's more animalistic than any of the other heroes or not heroes villains. There you go. That Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> now we're calling we're calling villains heroes. Ricky, what's going on here? You know it's a mixed one, up world. You know it's one that just popped into my head yeah. that I know we won't see, but I would love to see. Go for it. What if they did a crossover where they said, "We're bringing in Kingpin. We're taking him from the Netflix side, and he is going to be the mob boss. Fisk is the mob boss." Like after Infinity Wars happens, we find out that Fisk is back. But now he's in Spider-Man's turf. Now let me ask you this. now Spider-Man's got to go up against the Kingpin. I'm getting the dates jumbled right Mm -hmm. now. Um, We're getting number two after we get Infinity Wars Part 2 or before? Okay. Yeah. It's uh, the two that are after Infinity Wars. So are that... No. How it works is Infinity Wars comes first. Yes. The last movie of the phases is that Avengers 4, the one we talked about last week with Chris Evans. 
after Avengers 4, the only two movies they have planned right now are Spider-Man 2 and Guardians 3. Because I was going to say, it's potentially the idea that maybe we have it, um, have it tie, in, tie in more so now mm-hmm. with the Netflix universe of it. We the could, side. and that's what I'm saying. Like, why, yeah. like I wonder if they're ever going to bring that in. I'm honestly hoping they hint, at, at least hint, mm-hmm. at bringing it in during Infinity Wars. Because there's a lot more heroes mm-hmm. that we have to play. We have... Right now, we have four more heroes to play with. They're just kind of off in this little corner right here saying, oh, you guys are just Netflix. Mm-hmm. But just bring the four of them on would be awesome. That's four more heroes to fight against Thanos now and bigger box office. Yeah, and I mean, the, Possibly. Only, the only thing is in the Avengers movies we got coming up, Yeah, there's all like... We even mentioned it with Chris Evans last week. There are so many characters that they have oh, to yeah. fit in that... You need two movies anyways. Why add more? Why add more to that storyline? That's very true. What I was thinking is maybe, and it depends on what you're going to do with the Netflix series moving forward. It all depends to me what's going to happen with Defenders. Yeah. Because if the Defenders are going to go and do their own thing and not necessarily focus on a Fisk, then Fisk can go off and be Spider-Man's villain. Yeah. Or one of Spider-Man's villains in the movie. I just, yet again, have a hard time of uh, saying that there's going to be, like, I feel like it's hard to say we're going to have a Spider-Man trilogy, but we're not once going to mention the Green Goblin. No, I'm hoping we're we do. We're not once going to say, here's the Green Goblin. What I, what I think might happen is, wouldn't it be something at the end of Homecoming, either at the end of Homecoming... Or at the end of a different Marvel movie, you know how they like to do the after credits scene? Yeah. Kind of like a Power Rangers type thing. They're at the school. Oh, in class, here's your new student. You just see, like, the like from here down, and he's in, like, a nice, like, um, suit. Mr. Osborne? Boom. True. Harry. Is Harry introduced. Osborne. And then that could be the, you can start Spider-Man 2 is him... Becoming friends with Harry, learning more than about um, the father, Osborne, and that's how you bring the Green Goblin into it. Or, just a little variation on yours, mm-hmm. say, like we get in many other storylines, he already was friends with Harry. Harry's being brought back, and that's how you introduce the Osborne. so it's like, True. here's your new, f- here's the, um, so-and-so. Or- the only thing that I wouldn't buy from that yeah. is... And, of course, this is the part where we got to see Spider-Man Homecoming first. If the Osbournes are there, of course, people are going to know Mr. Osborne. Yeah. They're going to know the father, but there's no mention of him anywhere. Well, not until we... There's no mention of an Osborne anywhere in the storyline at all. Well, like you said, we have to wait for Homecoming because we want to make it... We also want to make it relevant. You just Mm -hmm. don't want to just throw the name in there and that'd be it. So, I mean... Well, I'm saying kind of like little sly, like, oh, that thing said Oscorp on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't seen Homecoming yet, so we haven't gotten a hint of that Mm -hmm. yet. But the other thing would be saying, hey, instead, you can't just throw his name in there and expect it to just stick 100%. I mean... Unless it's like on a billboard saying Oscorp or the building saying Oscorp. You throw Harry in there 
and hey Harry, welcome back, and then you can tie in. I guess you could. Yeah, I would say it's you can go either way with it. You can just say oh, here's your here's your new classmate Harry Osborne, mm-hmm. and he um he Peter becomes friends, or we can have the lasting already relationship, and hey, welcome back, Harry. And it's Harry Osborn, and then you get to kind of tie in his dad, and then you get to have the Green Goblin. This is where I'm going to flip the conversation. Okay. I'm flipping the conversation onto you guys because I want to know what you guys think. I want to know for the next—let's say you're Kevin Feige. You guys are at the head of the MCU. Congratulations, guys. You guys have just been named to that. Woo! Big, big ups to you guys. But tell me how you would—what would the story arc be or the storylines be— for you, for two more Spider-Man films, what would you do? What villains would you want to see? What kind of development would you go with? Tell us down below in the comment section what you guys think. I want to turn it on to you guys and complete the discussion in the comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And the one thing I'm going to let you guys, I'm pulling the curtain behind our behind the scenes. If you guys do not know how we work things is we record each segment separately here. Yes. For the podcast, more so for YouTube and then for Blog Talk Radio, we kind of just all piece it together. together. And in between the Spider-Man topic and what would have been the X-Men topic here, we saw an article on the Nerdist.com. It's down below in the description about the Fantastic Four, about the MCU. We, Johnny and I both agreed it would be a better conversation from us for you guys. So we're actually going to talk about that now. The Leandra in Dark Phoenix, we're not completely getting rid of it. We'll just talk about it in a later podcast when we have more news. Because really it was just we have an actress that is rumored to play Leandra. And it's really for sure that we have Leandra coming to that movie. So we will talk about that later. But Johnny, there was an article put out by the Nerdist, like I said, down below in the description where it basically says that based off a of news rama yeah. that Kevin Feige was asked if there are any plans any kind of thoughts about bringing the Fantastic 4 to the MCU and here's what he said here's the exact quote we have no plans with Fantastic 4 right now no discussions about it end quote and the thing i want to focus in on is right now they have no plans right now. Yeah. Eventually they want to, because if you guys do not know, if you guys forgot, need to, Fantastic Four tried a reboot. They had two movies when we were in high school. More they great. Were, they're they were decent. good movies. Like, yeah. Good. I'm not saying great. They're nothing like the superhero movies we have now. No. But I, I was happy with them. Exactly. I liked them. The Chris Evans, um, Johnny Storm. Was good. That's why he got the role of Captain America. I'm exactly. guessing. However, Fox tries to reboot it in 2015. Let's put it this way: I didn't go see it. I heard it's horrible. I didn't and go see it either. I didn't see it opening weekend. I heard it was horrible. I said I'm not going to watch it. And then Dave watched it and said, "Don't watch it." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm not watching it." And that's what happens when you have a bad movie. It turns people off. Let's put it this way: Green Lantern and The Incredible Hulk. Made a hundred million dollars domestic, and four stick made 50 million. That's how bad they did. Oh, don't forget to put these little tags on there. They made what is it? It was opening weekend, hundred million. You said a hundred million each each for a green domestic, yeah. Whereas fan four stick 50 million worldwide, yeah. That's pretty bad. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, in comparison to the two that were considered flops, it was not a good movie, and that's actually true. It says in there, hundred million domestic and Fan Four Stick made fifty million total. Yeah, exactly. Total, total, that's everywhere. And the reason why we're kind of asking the question of should they make a deal with Marvel is because in the Nerdist article they kind of mention this. They really have two options. Yeah, they either try to reboot the fan four stick again yeah the, the fan four stick they either try hey, to reboot you started that, the didn't. fan four stick again or they just say screw it we're gonna leave it alone and then in 2022 we let it go to marvel exactly or they fucking eat their pride they do what sony did and i don't whoever wrote the article on the nerdist um it was Eric Diaz. There was one mistake in his article. He crossed out the word beg and put in ask. You shouldn't have crossed that out. No. It's true. They should go on their hands and knees and beg the almighty powerful Marvel. Disney Marvel. And the almighty mighty powerful mouse. The mouse. Ask the Pop. mouse to let them be able to produce their movie for them. Because I cannot... I cannot do a good job, and I need you to make me money. Kiss my ring, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what they need to do. It's kind of like Dave Chappelle, kiss the rings from the player haters ball. Oh, but, I was thinking of uh, South Park's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I was thinking of the player haters ball where it's kiss the rings. And uh, But should they? Should Fox make a deal with Marvel to bring Fantastic Four to the MCU. I'm going to put it this way. If they make a deal with them, they have potential to have... I feel, I feel like that is their best option, mm-hmm. is to make a deal with them. Because if they make a deal with them right now, that's money they can make off of that still mm-hmm. until it officially goes to Marvel. In and 2022. In 2022, instead of having Fantastic Four just sit there, mm-hmm. collect no money off of having those rights, or take the chance... Of wasting a ton of money and making the reboot, out of those three options, what do you think is the best financially? Just let's just go well, financially. Financially, the best move is right now. It looks like the best move is work a deal with Marvel. Exactly. However, here's the thing, and the nerdist mentioned this: Fox is going to be watching Spider-Man: Homecoming really close. They are because Spider-Man: Homecoming does really well. Then Fox may go, shit, we might have to do that. Yeah. Because you think about it, Sony lets Marvel use Spider-Man. They get him for four movies. We thought it was three. Now it's going to be four. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tom Holland. Thank you. But they get him for four movies. Throw in an Iron Man, a Robert Downey Jr. Throw in Marvel's directors, Marvel's producers, Marvel's eyes, Kevin Feige, and this thing is going to make money. Exactly. Spider-Man will make money. Now, you can say, well, Ricky, we don't know if it's going to be a good movie. It doesn't matter. It's going to make money, especially that opening weekend because of the Marvel, and I we should coin this term, the Marvel pedigree. Exactly. Because of that pedigree that Marvel has built up, it doesn't matter. You're going to go see a Marvel movie. Exactly. Because you have not been, the most disappointed I've been is the Hulk. And that wasn't that disappointed. No, it wasn't. The, the Incredible Hulk, I mm-hmm. think it was called. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it wasn't that disappointing. It wasn't the best movie. It probably would be mm-hmm. lowest on one of the but lowest. But it was the second one we've seen. Exactly. But it was it was probably one of the lowest on the list mm-hmm. of Marvel movies. But it's still pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't overall. A, it wasn't a terrible movie, and that's why I think Fox needs to make a deal. Here's the thing: I want to spin on this. Yes, though. go for it. Marvel. Yes, is in a win-win situation. They're in a win-win situation. To either, me. oh yeah, definitely. Because either option A, you don't do anything, I get it back in 2022. Exactly. They at that point, you have two years left of their current plan. To do movies, you can fit a fan four stick or a Fantastic Four movie now. Yeah, no, we don't want a fan four stick. We don't want fan four stick. Please don't MCU. Also, what happens is, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and we're going to be the kind of aggressors at the negotiation table, Mm -hmm. and it's and it looks like we're you're coming in. And it's like, hey, you know what? We're going to be the ones to kind of say, this is what we want from you. This is what we need from you. And Marvel can be that kind of that kind of driving force in the negotiations. They can be the ones saying, well, if we don't like it, we're just going to walk away. Exactly. They can sit there and go, we're going to get the best deal for us. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like we like you mentioned, they don't they don't need it. Mm-hmm. They don't need the Fantastic Four. They would like to have it, as we all would probably like them to have it, as we've seen with so many of the mo- so many movies so far. Mm-hmm. And I think you know what? If uh, the thing we were talking about before, where they're going into the what? How'd you put it? The galaxy, the universe. I'm gonna get to a point. I I I was researching really quick. Yeah. You want to know with that second point what I would do if I'm Marvel? Huh. Sure, we'll let them in. Give me some X-Men. Ooh, there you go. I want Wolverine. Sense- I want the like that's what Marvel can do. Marvel I had to make sure if it was exactly 20th century. Yeah. But no, it is. That's what I mean by they have the upper hand. Marvel can say, Yeah, sure, we'll make this movie. What X-Men are you gonna give me? Give me give me the right to say mutant. Yeah. Give me the right to say mutant. Give me the right to... A few X-Men. Well, give me... Oh, oh, they have Scarlet Witch. We can really have Scarlet Witch's father in Magneto. the MCU. Exactly. And here's the great part about all that is, we're, like, they're at a point where... <laughs> Johnny, just give me the right to say mutant. Get, well, that, they don't have the right to say mutant, they which is why... They couldn't do it which, for Quicksilver. That's why they call them miracles. Yeah. No, they're mutants. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have the right to say I that. Know. Now they can say mutants. They can mm-hmm. say, hey, you know what? Give us the right to say mutants. We will give you a chunk of the proceed, like this chunk yeah. from making do, making Fantastic Four and doing it. And they can say, give us Wolverine. You guys aren't going to use him for a while because they have no plans on ca- recasting Wolverine right mm-hmm. now. Because um, how are you going to recast that's someone? Thing. Marvel will recast. Disney will recast them. They'll recast them. They'll well, find someone. Here's the thing. Separate universe. <laughs> I mean, this is you got the you got the Fox one and you got mm. the Disney one. Disney's like, give us the rights. We will recast him because we can use him now. Dude, and then Disney makes so much money off of the likeness of Wolverine. Right? Like that, oh man, the money man. Woo! The the mouse Woo! is just happy. Ha! The the money keeps rolling in. Like that's that's what I would do if I was Marvel. 
I'd hardball them. I'm going to make would, it rain. <laughs> I would hardball them at the table. Oh, I would. Because, and if I'm Fox, I'm, sh- I'm shaking in my boots. Like, you don't want it. You don't want to break their wrist, but you want to kind of bend it backwards. Oh, no. No. I would sit there, and because of what, like, they've been able to do with these Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. I would say, here's the deal. I want two things from you. You allow me to say mutants. You let me have Wolverine for for X amount of my movies. Exactly. Give me those two, and we'll make this movie. And if they say no, you know what my line would be? I'll see you in 2022. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Then that's why that's why the how bad the 2015 version of Fanforstic was so bad. Why that hurts Fox. Exactly. Because you can't go ahead and they can't go twenty nine or twenty eighteen. We're rebooting Fantastic Four. Everyone would go. Didn't didn't you just reboot them? You kind of tried that already. Didn't you just? Wasn't that what this was? Yeah. You tried to re like Michael B. Like Michael B. Jordan was in your movie. Oh, mind blown. That's another thing. What if Michael B. Jordan is phenomenal as Killmonger? In a Marvel movie. Exactly. It's like, look look what you did with Michael B. Jordan. And look what we did. And look at what we did with him. Now, I'm going to throw something else at you, too. Remember like, how- and, they, and that's the thing that killed me about why Fantastic Four did so bad. If you look at three of the actors and actresses they had, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, phenomenal actor. Miles Teller, amazing Amazing and oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. The he was the drummer. Oh yeah, I know he's the drummer. About. I can't remember it. I can't remember it. It also had JJJ in it. James Jonah Jameson or the State Farm guy or Commissioner Gordon. They had him in it too. <laughs> I cannot remember it and it's going to kill me. He was phenomenal in that movie. Then you have Kate Mara, yeah, who is phenomenal in House of Cards. She's been in a lot of stuff, but that's the thing. Like the last thing she was in before she was like, fine, you know what? Let's do. Fantastic Four. You had a cast, and you messed it up. Yeah. Now you're between a rock and a rock. It's not even a hard place. It's two rocks caging you in like this, and you can't move. Yeah. And guess who's pushing those rocks together? The mouse. The mouse is just, woo That's what he's doing. But, like, that's the thing that kills me, was you had an all-star cast, you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. Well, my thing, too, would be, we were talked about it already in a mm-hmm. previous podcast. Um, Marvel's going to stop phases, and they're going to yep. focus on something else. They're going to do the universe the now, galaxy. right? The galaxy. They, they have a galaxy universe, which is going to be That's Guardians. What we're yeah, Guardians, and then they've already put Adam Warlock in. What there. better to have with that than if you can use Silver Surfer and Galactus now? Mm-hmm. So it's like we could. Get- oh, Galactus. I didn't even think about that. You mentioned him last I week, I love too. blowing his mind. You mentioned that last week, too. I did. You're like, well, why would you, you... It's too bad we can't use Galactus. That's what you said last week. Your exact wording was, <laughs> exactly. I wish we could use Galactus. Oh, we can't. Now Fox you, have it. Do they need Wolverine, then? Do you even put Wolverine But why in not there? take him? <laughs> I love the way you're thinking. You're thinking how I was. Why not? Why not? Why not? They They're, they need to give us whatever we want or I else mean, they lose Well, the them. other thing is you're not going to cast them for who knows how long because True. you just had a memorable person play them. Yeah. Guys, this is a separate universe. Let's just mm-hmm. use them. We can throw them in a Spider-Man, move, Spider-Man you movies. Could. You can throw them in another Avengers movie if we mm-hmm. ever get another one because yeah, I don't know if they're going to take a break yeah. after that with Avengers but like ones. The Silver Surfer or Galactus. Exactly. Would be huge. Exactly. Or, or just the right to say mutants. 
<laughs> I mean, that would be good, too. We can finally let say, me say mutants. Let me say mutants for the rest of, from now until infinity. Exactly. But I like, mean, we'll get it back in 2022 anyways. No, I think I think that Fox needs to make a deal. The only bad that would thing, be their best the option. The only bad thing is whatever deal they make is going to be heavily one-sided towards Marvel. Or should be heavily one-sided towards Marvel because Marvel has all the chips. Mm-hmm. They've got all the chips in their favor because Marvel, although they would want Fantastic Four, they don't they need don't, it. They don't need them before 2022. They don't. We'll just, you know what? We'll just wait and then we'll make it in 2024. Well, hell, they can if they really want to say, hey, you know what? We're gonna, uh, we're just gonna make the script right now. Because mm-hmm. just plan ahead and say we're gonna make the script right now. It's not like you guys are gonna have yeah. really the option to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. You can either. Bomb another movie, or bomb another movie, Ugh. or you can you can wait and let us have it anyways. I'm looking on the Wikipedia right now. Yeah, and at the 36 Golden Raspberry Awards, it won in the categories of worst director, <laughs> worst oh, prequel, man. oh my god, remake, ripoff, or see or yeah, remake, ripoff, or sequel. Oh man. And worst picture. Jeez. That's the awards it took home in the 36th Golden Raspberry Awards. That, wow. What what awards to come home with? You know the other, uh, the other worst picture? There were two of them. Fantastic Four and Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, hey. Were the two worst pictures. I think you mean Fanforestick, right? Yeah, Fanforestick. The most awards took home five was Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow. Fantastic Four wasn't far behind them. No, it what wasn't. I listed four. Yeah, I listed four awards. It was worst one. picture, worst prequel, worst director, and then remake, ripoff, or sequel. So four. Yeah, it took home four. The lat yeah no the latter tied with Fifty Shades of Grey. So yeah, four, and it was nominated for worst screen combo and worst screenplay. You know what else? So it could-, could have taken home six. Oh wow! You know what else? It was uh. They can expand on with that, too. What? Using Doctor Doom more. They could. He's not just a Fantastic Four villain, but he's their main. He's the main one with them. They could use Doombots. Doombots? I, I mean, this just expands everything. Mm-hmm. Fox, you're, I'm going to say it to the camera. Fox, your best option is to make a deal. Maybe even before Spider- Spider-Man comes out, if you can mm-hmm. finagle it right now. Don't have a lot of time. I mean, they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait until after Homecoming. It's only a month. It's less That's than true. a month away. Let's see how it does, and then we'll see if we want. I just feel like you know what, pony it up. You, you admit defeat. Admit defeat because anything you try to do with it, it's not gonna be good. No, it's, it's not gonna, gonna be a work half-assed out. attempt to try to be like, well, we don't need them. Yeah, you do. You need them. Just to keep the rights. You do. Any last thoughts on this? Any last thoughts? No, like I said, Marvel, just bite bite your lip. Um, there's, oh, Marvel's sitting there pretty, man. Marvel's sitting there pretty. I'm saying Fox. Fox. My, just, that's my bad. You know what? Buck up. Fox needs to buck up. Um, there's no shame in just admitting defeat and saying, you know what? You guys are doing better with <laughs> There's this. no shame in saying Marvel's the best. Disney Marvel's the best. There's no shame in no saying shame that. No shame in the, saying no, that. But this is where I'm going to pass it along to you guys. Let us know down below. What do you guys think? Does Fox need to make a deal? What should the deal be? If you're on the side of Marvel, besides fa- making this movie, what do you want from 20th Century Fox? 
What do you want? What do you need? The right to throw this Wolverine Galactic. What do you need? What What would you take from it besides what we yeah. mentioned? Wolverines, you... able to say mutants, mm-hmm. and obviously everything from the Fantastic Four universe. What would you take and what would you want to come to the MCU as a part of that deal? Let us know down below in the comment section. But Johnny, we're going to move on into our last topic and no fears. This one is actually what I said at the beginning of it. We're talking Game of Thrones Game season of Thrones. seven and. Jon Snow, did we get his true name revealed, Johnny, in Empire Magazine? There's a clip that says, in the last episode of Season 6, brand psychic time-traveling Greensight revealed the true nature of Jon's birth heritage and his real name, Jaehaerys Targaryen. Mm -hmm. Bran's now in a precarious situation in which it's just him and Mira, and he has all of this information that could change the entire story. And it's not just about John. He knows about the origin of the White Walkers, too. Mm-hmm. End quote. So, Johnny, I'm just going to be plain and simple with this. We've already talked about the kind of, we've mentioned in the past, the kind of history with John Snow that yep. many fans, we already know that he is the, his mother is um, Ned's sister and that he's a Ty- Targaryen by blood because um, that's, who his sister was with. However, do you think knowing this name, this could be John Snow's name? John Smith. John Snow's <laughs> Different name. John. Could this be like, is this, I'm going to use a kind of saying from a sports show that I want. Okay. This Jaharis Targaryen that they have in there. Is this a thing or not a thing? When I we're know. looking at it, is it a thing or not a thing? I don't know about the name, but I have the, this whole time, he mm-hmm. is half Targaryen. He's half Stark, half Targaryen. Mm-hmm. The child of fire and ice. That hits your mind as we that were doing some research. As we, as we were podcast. looking at it. Uh, I just think he's the child of fire and ice. Um, the yin and, and the yang. On multiple ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Starks are known as being the North. Yep. The Targaryens were known as the dragon. That's mm-hmm. fire and ice right there. He was born as a Stark. He was raised as a Stark. Mm-hmm. When he died and came back... He came back by who? The Red Queen. Red Queen. The fire. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's born fire and ice. He was born, born in the in north. Fire. So. In fire. In the north like, with fire. Exactly. Like reborn. Yeah. So I mean, there's so many little things you can take out of that mm-hmm. of him being fire and ice. So I think he is maybe not that name particularly, but he is a Targaryen slash Stark, which to me makes him just as rights to the throne as Daenerys. Well, and that's the big thing. This, to me, does nothing. Like, the only thing that it does is I was watching one YouTube video where um, he mentioned this was Emergency Awesome. He mentioned how in the books, because I never read the books, in the books, it was, I want to say, Rhaegar's grandfather, so the Mad King's father, Mm -hmm. his name was um, uh, Jaehaerys. Yeah. And Maybe this was Rhaegar saying, well, we're just going to get the Mad King out of there. We don't want to remember him. Watch this is light. just restarting our lineage with Jon Snow. But I think what this kind of goes towards is what everyone knew already. And that's why I would go not a thing. Yeah. This is not a th- thing, not a thing, not a thing at all. Does not matter what you say his name is. Because in my mind, I have already concluded that he's a Targaryen. 
Yeah. And that alone. Oh, yeah. The name means really nothing. And that alone makes it to where we already know, we like, we already knew that there's going to be a fight between him and Daenerys. Yeah. For the, for the throne. Because, oh, I'm a Targaryen. Well, duh, I'm a Targaryen, too. Tar- Targaryen. Targaryen. Too, not Targaryen. A Targaryen. And the thing that makes it the interesting part is the fire and ice part. Yeah. Because Jon Snow, it's kind of coming, I think it'll come full circle where he's supposed to be the person to unite the seven kingdoms. Yeah. He's supposed to be the person to unite everyone together. And even look at Jon Snow's character. Is he a guy that tries to force a wedge in between people? Or is he the kind of guy that likes to bring people together? He's trying to bring everyone together. He tries to bring people together. And also, when you see him in a leader standpoint, he is a true leader. He does. He is a, like, and that's exactly what Rhaegar Targaryen wanted. That was his plan for his son, which ended up being Jon Snow, to be the person that could unite everybody and could be the leader that sits upon the Iron Throne. Exactly. And the the thing with him is he's not a leader that's just like Joffrey or mm-hmm. any of the other ones. He wasn't handed this stuff. Because Daenerys has kind of been tempted and she's been swayed as the series had started with her in, I want to say, episode one. Yeah. But the other thing with that is, is he, no matter how high position he is, mm-hmm. even when he was Lord Commander, he always shows that You'll he... will never be my Lord Commander. Exactly. He always shows and he always seems like he has to feel like he has to prove himself. Mm-hmm. He's never at that, okay, you know what? I am top. Yeah. I don't need to prove anything to anyone. No, he no, still he always feels... felt like he had to prove something. Exactly. And I mean, maybe that goes into how he was brought up. Exactly. Because he felt like he always had to prove something to... Um, his mother or yeah. Ned's wife, yeah, who was like, because she thought that it was Ned's son, illegitimate son, and a bastard son, a bastard. That's why he's called Jon Snow, exactly. But I just I look at it and I go, of course you're going to get character development, but I'm glad you brought up Daenerys because of the two Tiger- Targaryens that we Targaryens. have. Targaryens, it's like Tar, Ricky, not Tar, Tar not Targaryens. Not the di- it's not the uh, Beanie Babies. I'm just learning how to learning how to speak on this podcast. However, <laughs> the out of we'll the two Targaryens or Targaryen and theorized Targaryen yeah. because nothing has been confirmed with Jon Snow, of course there's going to be character development throughout a series especially one as well-written as Game of Thrones. Yeah. However, look at the development. Jon Snow, from episode one until now, we haven't seen much negative out of him. No. He's learned to become a better leader. He's learned how to bring people together. He's never been swayed off the path, it seems. No. However, and maybe the swayed off the path was when he had the wildling situation. And he kind of got with the wildling. However, mm-hmm. that was him bringing people together. He brought the wildlings His wildling in. Whore. Yeah, he brought the wildlings in and wanted, like, you know what? They're people just like us. Exactly. Whereas you look at what was going on in Marine with Daenerys, completely different development. Splitting people She's apart. been swayed. She's pulling people apart. She's create like, she didn't create the two sides. Of course, there were the harpies there that were against her. Yeah. But she doesn't have that same kind of um, characteristic 
that Jon Snow has. Yeah. She doesn't know. She would be, it's like, what I am seeing is Jon Snow would be the leader to unite everybody, bring everybody together, and would be the leader that everybody would be like, yeah, that's my king. Where Daenerys would be, she would turn into the, you don't like how I'm doing things, meet my dragon. Burn him alive. Yeah. And maybe you're also seeing a little bit of Mad King in Daenerys. Maybe would, a little bit. Would she be the Mad Queen? Possibly. I would mean, Would that be her? She tends to have qualities like that, not maybe to the point that we've seen from the Mad King, but yeah, she has qualities like that. Like, look what she did to all the, um, there were the servants and the masters from that one place she took mm -hmm. over. Look what she did to all the masters. Yep. Killed them. She killed them all. Mm -hmm. Put them all up to, um, what is it on the, put them all up on display basically. Yeah. And, um. With their, that was when she put the heads on the pikes, right? No, that was when, um. She saw like even children were like just held up like that to mm -hmm. die, like to starve and dehydrate and okay, everything. Yeah. She's like, no, string up all the masters like that, let them die like that. Mm -hmm. And she did that. Uh, so it shows a little bit of mad, mad Queen instead of saying, nope, everyone's equal now. You guys are instead of something like that, she goes, yeah, kill them all. And I mean, I'm looking at the family tree right now as it goes to. The um, the TV series, not the book, because there's a lot of apparently there's a lot more kings from the Targaryens mm -hmm. in the books. But right now it looks like Rhaegar, um, Viserys and Daenerys all on the same line, mm -hmm. all brothers and sisters under the Mad King. Yeah, you we saw um, Viserys and Daenerys at the beginning. Daenerys is still alive. She marries Khal Drogo. They had a son, but he was stillborn. Exactly. So, son's not there anymore. Rhaegar, though, has, it's, boom, has um, Eliara Martell, and then there's two of um, Reyes and Aegon. So, they do have two past him. However, they don't know the side with Jon Stark. Or Jon Snow, I should say, because that was kind of hidden. We saw that in Bran's um, kind of a vision. Yeah. So really, you look at it, and it would be Jon Snow is younger than Daenerys. Mm -hmm. They're not the same age. They'd no. be on different lines of the family tree if Jon Snow was put into the family tree for... Um, for Game of Thrones for the Targaryens. But Rhaegar was the older brother of those two, right? Yes. So technically, if... Maybe, had... Actually, maybe. They may be the same age if the age gap is different enough. Um, Close, at least. But mm -hmm. my thing would be that um, if Rhaegar was the older brother, mm -hmm. Jon Snow would still have the throne had everything just kept yeah. following lineage. The only because... thing... It, they might be the same age, but I'm saying like family tree line, they'd be on separate yeah. because Daenerys would be Jon Snow's aunt. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, the thing would be that Jon Snow would get the throne mm -hmm. if the pr procession followed that, and he is a Targaryen, ex yeah. like we're uh, theorizing, mm -hmm. um, because that's just how lineage works. If he's not old enough, maybe it goes to the uncle. Mm -hmm. But if he, if Rhaegar made it to the to or mm -hmm. made it to the age where Jon was old enough and then passed, then it would go to Jon, which is what the plan was. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the plan really was to. 
kind of, you know, we got to find, we got to make the perfect king. Exactly. The one that can bring us back to what we want to be at. And I just, I'm excited for these last two seasons. Same. Because I think what is going to happen, I think what's going to happen is that Jon Snow, we're going to see, okay, these two are Targaryens. They both kind of, like, have rights to the throne because they both, like, Jon Snow doesn't know it yet. This is us talking. Yeah, exactly. But with Dar- Daenerys and John, both of them are tar- Targaryens. Till I'm proven wrong, I'm just going to call John a Targaryen. Daenerys, though, kind of be worried that she'd be more like a Mad Queen. Yeah. I kind of feel she like she would be more of an off-the-rails, even with Tyrion as her advisor. She is still sort of off the rails. Whereas John, like, and that even right there, with Tyrion being involved, how often has Tyrion be, been able to sway Daenerys even for good or bad? Not a lot. How often does someone sway Jon Snow? Not often. No. Jon Snow's not a guy where you're going to go if he thinks and talk it's wrong. him into something. If he thinks it's wrong, he's not going to do it. Exactly. You can sway well, him into the right option. Yeah. Because if it's right, he'll do it. But if it's wrong, he will not do it. Where Daenerys can go either way. Mm-hmm. Like if uh, you can talk her into like good or bad. Tyrion, for example, will try and pull her in the right direction. He'll try to pull. No, no. He'll try to pull her in his direction. That's true. Okay. Yeah. He'll pull her in his what, what he, he thinks, thinks is, is right. right. What's better for him? Exactly. What makes it better for Tyrion? Mm-hmm. But she can be pulled like by her other advisors too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Grey Worm. Yeah, is technically one of her advisors, also mm-hmm. a soldier for her. But technically, she takes him as an advisor. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't know the right thing. 100%. You're talking about from the the leader of the Unsullied. Aren't yes, exactly. Yeah. I think his I think his name is Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to make sure in my head I knew who you. Yeah, were Yeah, the leader about. of the Unsullied. Um, I don't remember the other guy's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of her. Hers as well. You also have, um, oh, I'm going to get his name wrong, Varys, the the Whisperer. Yes, the, that's the, true. All my little birds, which you find out are kids. It's like, whoa, that's fucking weird. A little bit. Fucking R.R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Um, <laughs> but like, even he's, even he's there, kind of, and he's been known throughout the series to try to sway people. Oh, he does. Even Tyrion. Yeah. He's a guy that will be like, well, it's not my place, but I will tell you this anyways. Exactly. That's what he he does. not his place. Yeah. No, he he has no problem saying anything to anyone. But he'll tell you anyways. I mean, and he doesn't have any balls, right? He got him cut off, Literally, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, But any other, anything you want to go on, like anything we haven't touched in this? No, um... Just again, like we said, now it's going to be a uh, head-to-head because right mm-hmm. now you and I are both going. He's a Targaryen. Yeah, I, I'm until I'm proven wrong, I'm going to say he, he's a Targaryen. I'm going to go the same route and mm-hmm. say, you know what? Until we're proven wrong, he's half Targaryen. I think he's the one that's supposed to get the throne. It's going to be like a head-to-head. I'll, I'll ask you this: Does he get the throne at the end of season eight? I want to say I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to put actually. I'm going to put this on it. Take back that answer. Okay. If you had to pick one. Not what you want to happen, what you think will happen. Your percentage on John gets the throne at the end of the series or your odds on him dying in season seven or season eight. Honestly, dying for good, not coming back. I hate to say it, but I think those are your two choices. Give me a percentage for each 60, 40, 50, 50. 
What do you got? I'm going to go with 60-40. In um, which direction? Which one? Sadly, <laughs> sadly, and like I think you know rat, where I'm you're going. You're like your rat bastard. You like, are a rat bastard. You, is it, are you surprising us here? Or is it one that I think I think I know, but I think you might surprise us? You probably know. Um, it's w- become king. Really? You think so? That's what I thought you would say. No. Like, that's what I just, thought you'd want. Just knowing the stupid twists of Game of Thrones. That's, okay, okay. So I you got you, you you to think, you know think of that part, You know too. how I said what you want? Yeah. And then the, you might surprise us? Yeah. I was like, he's going to say die. That's the surprise. You're going to surprise us and well, say what, he's going to die. What I want is not what I feel like we're going to get from yeah, Game of Thrones. From George because, R. R. Martin. Yeah, because... You like really like a character. They're not safe. Yeah, no one's safe. In Game no of one's Thrones. safe. So I feel like you know what we should do. Huh. Have George R. R. Martin direct Walking Dead and see what happens when Daryl dies. Oh man, <laughs> that would be a thing. Have him finish writing all the scripts for Walking when they, Dead. When they originally killed John, I will say I I was terribly saddened because I love John. Same. However. I was also applauding them in a sense because I'm like, way to go, HBO. Way to not be pussies like Walking Dead and actually kill a lovable character. Exactly. Walking Dead will never kill Daryl. No. Because the ratings are already falling. And if they kill Daryl, it'll kill the series completely. Yeah, exactly. I would love for George. So you you think John's going to die? As much as I hate to say it, I. And Daenerys gets the throne then? Yeah, just because of how Game of Thrones tends to work. What if Daenerys didn't get the throne and Tyrion got the throne? Maybe uh Tyrion and Tyrion and Jamie are the last two Lannisters alive cuz we like seriously I don't think she's making it through. She is dying before we die. get to the end. Maybe uh what if Jamie kills her? What if Daenerys almost has the throne? Mm-hmm. He realizes that she's becoming a mad queen and Tyrion kills her. Oh, Tyrion kills another him. Lannister kills. I a thought tar- you were gonna Targaryen. say Jamie kills nope. her, and no. he's the key. He's the mad killer. <laughs> no, no, Tyrion a, kills another. Tar- another Lannister kills mm-hmm. another Targaryen. And then how would John die? Just in battle? Maybe in battle. Maybe going for the throne. Mm-hmm. I would say if anything, he's gonna die in battle because he is gonna be on the front lines. San- what if Sansa has him killed? Maybe Sansa does because we got that kind of conflict going up. So in the far, north. we'll see where that goes. And or Littlefinger, I don't trust him at all. Never. I don't trust that rat bastard at all. It's gonna be, it's like there is so much going on, and I can't wait to get answers. I can't wait to get answers. Maybe. Um, let's put it this way: He loves Sansa. He's trying to put it in her head. Mm-hmm. Maybe she goes. No, he no, no. Lo- he loves. loves. I'm gonna, we'll put that in quotes. I think he loved her mom more. Yeah, I think he lo- just reminds her. I think he. I think he loved. He loved her mom, but he's also a guy that's out for himself. He's like Tyrion. Oh yeah, he's out sense. for himself. Yeah, he's out for himself. More so out for himself than Tyrion is. But Tyr- I feel like Tyrion's got. Tyrion a little... doesn't want power. Littlefinger wants power. Yeah, that's it. My thing would be that Tyrion's fine being at the whorehouse all day. Yeah, exactly. My thing would be that. Maybe here's one hypothesis I'm going to throw out for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Jon Snow is in um, King of the North right now. Sansa eventually see like realizes, no, we need to all be together. This is mm-hmm. my brother or yeah. my cousin, technically. Yeah. This is my cousin. Mm-hmm. And then like says, no, little finger, we're done. We're not doing mm-hmm. this game anymore. He gets so pissed. He's like, you know what? I want John. De- I want John Snow dead. 
Mm-hmm. So whatever little powers and favors he has, puts it towards getting that done. Hmm. Maybe. Just throw that as a hypothesis maybe, maybe out there happens. for you. Any, I know I said this before, but we went on a little longer. Say it two more now times, right? Any, now any last thoughts? No, that's about it. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm hope. My hope is John lives. I do. John too. takes I the throne. See, I want to see him on the throne. At the My end. trust in Game of Thrones tells me he will not. No, I don't think. Like I, I want him to. I want him to. But you're trusting Game of Thrones. I don't trust George R. R. Martin at all. No. When it comes to keeping my favorite characters alive, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know down below in the comment section. What do you think? A about Empire Magazine getting this name? I'll ask you the same question I asked Johnny. Is it a thing or not a thing? Thing or not a thing? Let us know down below. Also, let us know anything that you want to see for Game of Thrones Season 7. Johnny and I will be for sure doing reactions after every single episode. We may even do one where you can watch us watch the episode as it is happening. So we're all watching the episode together. All together. We might do that. Yes. We might. We're thinking about that Maybe. one. The reactions will happen for sure. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. By the time you are finishing this podcast, I'm home from California. It was great, I'm guessing, because I'm still here. I haven't gone yet. Yeah, Johnny worked all week while I was uh, having fun in the sun at VidCon and uh, enjoying the California air out there because it's a little bit different than... Uh, is Anaheim as smoggy as L.A.? Jerk. Is Anaheim as smoggy as L.A.? I wouldn't know. I've never been over there. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find out when I go there. But I want to thank you guys for watching and listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.